This is an NYY Sports Talk podcast presented to you by Baseballism, a premium lifestyle apparel brand inspired by America's pastime. Baseballism is America's brand. Nobody in the New York Yankees, the shortstop, number two. Welcome back. This is episode 123 of the NYYST podcast. I am your host, Christian. As always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You. And Stack Guy Ryan. What up? One, two, three. Very apropos that whereas we sit here and record Sunday afternoon doing a pregame pod because the Yankees are playing uh, Sunday night baseball tonight against the Boston Red Sox. In the world of professional wrestling, when you score a one, two, three, it means your opponent is down for the count. And with a victory tonight, the Yankees can put the Boston Red Sox to sleep. Going for the jugular, man. For the 2019 season. And I don't think that's hyperbole or uh, overreacting. If the Yankees win tonight and they send Boston packing down 11 games in the loss column, Mm. their dream of being and their hopes of being ALE's champions in 2019, it's over. It's over. Okay. Here, here's what I was thinking today. I'm probably wrong. Like I was probably just a little too emotional about it in the car, listening to rap music and just thinking about tonight's game. Uh huh. A good team under. I mean, the uh, rap music gets you hyped for a game. It got me a little uh, pumped up. up. It got me pumped up. A good team. Goes out there tonight and wins. But a great team absolutely buries them. Buries them. Completely. Chris, I don't care if they win one nothing yeah, tonight. I don't care. That's uh, all that matters. They have to, is on the bump they need to win this. I mean, they don't need to win this game. But if they win this they game, this is this a game. major, major statement. No, they need to win this game. It it, it would do so much for this team. It because means, if, they win, if the much. New York Yankees win tonight... Bye-bye. Wow. What'd you type in the search for that? The bell tolls for thee and the undertaker is coming out to bury the Boston Red Sox. Okay. I have not been Uh this excited over a June, early June game. And I don't even know how long that the the Yankees are... They're at a point, even if they lose tonight, right? The Yankees will, and they did what they needed to do. They won this series. They they are sending Boston out of the Bronx with a bigger deficit than they came in with. So they did their job. They would have at least a nine-game lead on the Boston Red Sox. But to send them packing with an 11-game deficit, that's it. You have accomplished something in June that you would have hoped to accomplish mm-hmm. in late September. And that's eliminate one of your biggest rivals for the division. It's- and then you can just focus in on putting distance in between yourself and the Tampa Bay Rays. I got so many tweets, people tweeting me that they want to know if the Yankees, since there was a rain out, if the Yankees lose tonight, do I still have to get the tattoo? I said, if they lost two of the three, then I would have gotten the tattoo because they would lost two. I mean, that was it. Nah, even if they lose, but now that they they, won the series, now that they won two, even though they're not playing that fourth game, I said if they lost tonight or one of the nights, I would wait till the August game. Oh, yeah, to, right. to let it conclude. Works. But if they if they lost two in these three games, that would have been it. They would have lost two anyway. Right. I think you should just wait for that series because that series now becomes a four game series because it's right, so we're postponing. But I'm not going to keep that same bet the- though. It's a different bet for that series. You're saying correct. All right. Well, for this bet, you you won this one. Even though they didn't play the game, I mean, they still won the series. Yeah, I'd say one. Now they're what five? That's five in a row now against Boston. No, four and four. 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 They, yeah, they, the other series was a two gamer. They're two, they're four and zero. Oh. Um, I don't know if they've ever started a season five and zero. Oh. I got to look that up against Boston. I'm sure they have. But, Probably. 
The Yankees have four losses in the division right now. You know four. what I meant? That's sick. You know what I meant to tweet the other day? And we talked about it a couple weeks ago. This team has nine losses since Aaron Judge has been hurt. That's insane. Uh, Think about that. Nine. Nine. How about Aaron Boone again last night? Like he did a great job managing that game. He was pulling, he was absolutely phenomenal, man. Pulling Domingo Herman in what the fourth inning last night? Last night was an important victory to get because of the yes. way he used the bullpen, because you mm-hmm. gotta figure they're not gonna have a full complement of guys tonight. So yeah. that's this is uh icing on the cake. If they win tonight, the sweep is nice. You bury the Boston Red Sox. But they're going to go into this game in a dis- with a disadvantage because uh, he's not going to use certain guys three days in a row. It's just not going to no. happen. And you know what? He shouldn't. He did what he needed to do in this series. Absolutely. The Yankees won two of three. They extended their lead in the AL East. I mean, you're not going to, again, like as, as much as I came on here and was all excited, yeah, let's bury the Red Sox tonight. It's still June 2nd. Mm-hmm. The Yankees still have four months of games to play, hopefully five, which means that they're going deep into October. Right. You're not going to burn out Zach Britton and Aroldis Chapman right now. So I would not be surprised if those guys are off the table tonight. And quite honestly, I would, I'm not going to be upset if, if they don't pitch tonight because you, know, you got to look at the bigger picture. We say that all the time. Normally, I'd agree with you. But I saw something in Boone last night that I wasn't expecting. When he went out there and got um who was it? Who did he have the quick hook on? Herman last night? Herman started he green, only pitched three and two thirds. No, um, I think it was Herman. Herman to green. Yeah, I think I'm thinking of Herman though. And I was just like, yeah, you know no, what? He, he pulled He's here to win, early. man. Yes. Like this isn't a joke right now. No, that game was for He's real here last to night. win. I do I don't think he's gonna let up tonight. I really don't. And then he went, what, green? Then green pitched great. Then he went Canely. Or Ottavino. Bro, Canely is so good. It's it's unbelievable. I, I, I don't even know what to say at this point. Because it just, you couldn't. I For me, going into the season, Canely was a wash. They was don't gone. even have Batances. They don't have Dylan Batances. And this Batances. team is, what, 19 games over 500 now? They don't have their best. Are they 19 either. games over 500? Is that for real? They're 38 and 19? Yeah, they're 38 and 19. That's insane. So the Yankees have an off day on Monday. So maybe that changes Boone's thoughts a little bit. Right. And then uh, you you give him the guaranteed day off Monday. And then you say, you know what? We're playing the Blue Jays. I'll take my chances getting through that game without him. Maybe you, you say I give my guys two days off in a row that way. But I don't know, man. Like as much as I, I don't, I don't want to risk anything. Going forward, trying to get one win tonight. As important and as big as this win would be, they already won the series. If they had lost last night, yeah, maybe maybe try to go out and extend the guys a little bit right now. But I know you're saying it's an important game, but I don't think you truly believe it as much as you're saying it. Because think about what we debated last week and if this could end the Red Sox season. It's not going to end their if season. It's going to end their hopes of chance. winning this division. Okay, that's, I mean, that's the season for the Yankees. We talked about how important it is for them to win the division. I think if you have the opportunity facing you right now in friggin' June, this is, this is it. You're going all out. This is a must win. This isn't, you know, we won the, the series and we're 10 games up on Boston. We're good. We can whatever. This is it. This is a must win. One hundred. It's not a must win. It is. It's not. It's How not, is it a must it's win? Not a must when win. That's going to be it's not a must win. It's a must win in a sense of what's the first goal? The first goal for this team is to win the division. Winning this game improves your odds so much. Your your the percent chance of winning that division so much that if it's sitting in front of you, handing itself over to you. You need to grab it by the balls, strangle it, mutilate it. Look, if Boone's got a certain plan in place of how he's going to have usage of these guys, don't go against it. Do not chase this game and ruin something going. But what if this game? Adovino will be available tonight. He only pitched a third. See, that worried me last night is that he went to uh, Holder and didn't let Adovino come back out. Maybe he's trying to stay oh, away from Adovino. So, I'm going to pull a little he had a strike I'm going to pull a little Michael K on you here. Okay. What if this game determines the fate 
of the Boston Red Sox for the rest of the year? What if winning this game sends them on some streak where they come back and they're relevant throughout the rest of the season? What if losing this game takes them completely out of it where down the line now in late August, September, they're so far ahead in first place that they can rest guys like Britain and Adovino and these guys Ryan. that you're worrying about right now. Yeah. Ryan, remember when uh, in Infinity War, when Thanos collected all the stones right. and they said, what did it cost you? Yeah. And he says everything. everything. What if the Yankees face a similar fate tonight where they do are able to win this game and in the process, they sacrifice a role as Chapman for the rest of the season or Zach Britton now misses six weeks. I guess we could play this game about over everything, huh? That's what I'm saying. If they have a plan in place of That's how they good. are going to use one. their bullpen, right? What it cost you? Okay. Do not deviate All from right, it. You're right. If I, a roll is chat, if they, if they think a roll is Chapman can get them two outs tonight, you know what? Go out there and get give me those two batters. He absolutely can't. Then he, don't use them tonight. Uh, yeah, he absolutely can't. No, because but that's different. If they think thinking, that if they think that uh, Adam Adovino's got enough bullets for an inning tonight, then yeah, use them. But if they think if they're saying to themselves, I, I don't have Britain tonight, I'm not using him three days in a row. If I don't have I'm not using Chapman three days in yeah. a row, I'm not using Tommy Canley three days in a row, don't use them. Adovino five pitches last night, holder thirteen pitches, Britain fourteen pitches. But so. what about what about just evaluating from how they've looked the last couple of days instead of going into it like, all right, he's thrown two nights in a row. We want to sit him. How about, all right, he's thrown two nights in a row, but you know what? He looks sharp. If I need him for a couple outs, I'm going to go to him. Whereas Chapman through the last couple of games and I'm not even touching him because he didn't look good last night. He didn't look sharp at all. You know, this is all mapped out. You know, I understand you know the analytics. That's why I'm asking you, though. I I meant like, I would, does that change in a game like tonight where, yeah, maybe it's mapped out. Maybe at this point, you know, Adovino would normally get a rest. But you know what? He's looked good. If we need him to get through a couple big outs, we're going to go to him. Okay. If they feel that they can get these guys through a game tonight, then use them. I'm not saying don't. I'm not saying everybody automatically off three days in a row. But if you have a plan in place where you're saying, I can't use Chapman three days in a row. I got to give him tonight off off day and then I and then he'll be ready to go because, you know, you've seen him struggle at times. You see he's he's always it seems like he's always had something pop up on him. Give him just give him the night off. Mm -hmm. Get yeah. through the game in another way. And if you I lose, don't I don't disagree with that. And if you lose, you lose. You know what? It sucks. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying punt the game. That's one of you know the uh Twitter's favorite terms. I'm not saying punt the game, but you gotta look at the bigger picture. As much as as I said, as much as it's gonna be fun to put Boston out of their out of our sights and put and just send them off to maybe be destined to be a wild card team or maybe send them into a tailspin where they don't even make the postseason this year. The Yankees have to look at a bigger picture here. It's still June 2nd. That's fair. I, I'm not going to disagree with that. And that's why last night was a big win. They had to win the series. That's what they had to do. They couldn't give Boston any positive momentum. No. And they didn't. Even if Boston wins tonight, fine. You know what? You're still leaving, you're still leaving New York with a bigger hole than he came in. Right? I don't think yep. they're going to. I actually, I think the Yankees are going to absolutely destroy them tonight. Like 12-2. Who is it? Rodriguez? No, actually, no, it's uh, actually David they're Price. With Price. Oh, duh, yeah, I knew that. I'm shocked. Oh, nice. To be honest. Because so how many Sanchez on Eduardo Rodriguez has, has to have good numbers against the Yankees now. He's hit or miss. He, he, but when he's hit, the Yankees don't touch him. And he, it's very frustrating because he's not good. The issue a lot of times with, with Eduardo Rodriguez is that he gives the Yankees opportunities because he, he walks a lot of guys, but mm -hmm. it never seems they get the big hit against him. Whereas David Price, he doesn't really give the Yankees a, a lot of free passes because these guys are usually trying around the bases on their own with him. I mean, I was thinking about it today. How about Luke Voigt, man? Seriously. He's been absolutely phenomenal. And it's like he might fall off here and there, but yeah. at the end of the day, he's going to come back around and that's it. And he's going to kill it. Yeah, that's been the most promising thing with him is that he has had some slumps this season, but he finds a way to just turn it right back around. I think one guy we need to talk about here, though, uh, as we go back to Friday's game is Jay Happ, who, hey, you know what? 
he gave up that home run in the second inning and Twitter was ready to massacre him and say, oh, same old hap, home run hap. Why did we sign this guy? Blah, blah, blah. You he know. sucks. And you know what? He turned over a lead to the bullpen, gave the Yankees five innings, which, you know, he maybe he could have went out for a six, but we talk about it all the time. Boone has a booner for his bullpen. And when he's got him rested and in a game like that, uh, third, Friday night, you know, he's got a four to one lead and he's got his bullpen rested. He's going to it. And he should. Right. He, yeah. it, he shouldn't stay away from it. What's their record when leading after seven innings? I believe they're 32 and oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't know the exact amount of wins, but they but haven't lost the, yet. This year. Here's the thing, right? I don't care how many earned runs a starting pitcher has given up. As long as they're handing the ball over to the bullpen with a lead, that's all I care about. So Jay Happ can pitch to a five ERA. He can give up four runs in the first. As long as he's handing that ball over to the bullpen with a lead, that's all I care about. No, you should not be that flippant about it. That if a guy gives up 10 runs and as long as the Yankees are up 11 to 10 in the sixth, it doesn't bother you. With he's this got, bullpen? They need to. You still. The goal, though, is to get your starting pitchers to pitch well enough that you don't need to be in your bullpen in the sixth. Literal Lucy. Can you ever just take a figurative? I did. No. If Jay Happ wants to pitch to a five I'm ERA, saying that fine. He, I'm but, saying that people don't look at it the way you do. They just take it and say, yeah, but he gave up X amount. He still sucks. For Jay Happ, I don't care how many runs he's giving up. Just get the ball over to the bullpen with a lead. At some point in the season, we need to be less reliant on this bullpen and more reliant on the starters. Where maybe you're only getting six to nine outs out of the bullpen every night instead of what did, he, what did the Yankees have to get out of the bullpen yesterday? Herman only gave five and a third, I think. Yeah, but just think about five something. Seriously, think about something. When Batances comes back, think about what that does for this bullpen. Think about the versatility just by adding one guy. Yeah, and I'm sure the Yankees mm -hmm. aren't going to want to tax him right away. They're going to take it easy with him coming back. No, you're going to. Uh, you're yeah, going to throw him into a full workload yeah, right away? I think that could happen because I don't think he's coming back unless he is absolutely 100% ready to go. And I'm not saying that he's going to not be anything less than 100%, but... It's how, hard to throw a reliever into a fire because they only throw one inning at a time to begin yeah, with. But, yeah, but, so. that's one, but if he throws 25 pitches in his first outing back, he's not going to go the second day. No, he, no, no. He might even have two no, days off. No, no. Mm -hmm. That's what Absolutely, I'm saying. Yeah. He might, they might distance him more than they would say Zach Britton. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I, I don't think they're going to baby him. Like even with, even with Didi, I think Boone was asked uh, when he comes back, are you going to be monitoring his playing time more than normal? And he's like, no, man, when he comes back, that's it. You know, we're not going to bring him back until we're confident he's ready to come back. I think that goes for Batanzas tenfold. They are going to make sure he is 100% healthy, going to contribute to this team, and uh, and that's it. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna watch his pitch count. They're not gonna let him go crazy, but I don't think that's gonna be long. I think they're what three weeks a month before they feel comfortable letting him take the workload that he had. I don't in the think past. it comes down to time like that. I think I it do. comes down to innings. No, innings and and pitch count. That's something that has to play itself out. You have to see what the how the games are flowing. Yeah. No, adding Dylan Batances back to this bullpen, especially if he's going to be anywhere. Even if he's near just going to give you one inning, bro. Even let's just take away that the factor of will they will they slow him down? Just one inning. It's give me an inning to add to add that kind of arm to an already established bullpen. Like oh, this but we don't we don't need him because out. we have David Hill. Oh yeah. And Nestor. Are Nestor they, actually, are, Cortez got sent down. down. Are fans I making figured. arguments for the bullpen also? I actually uh, not have heard. For no, people I feel having, like the Yankee fans are are in tune with I gotta how say, great this bullpen I know is. there's been some things this year that have, that have frustrated us with some fans out there. The Yankee fans have been much better this year. A big part of that for me saying that is because they're, they're on board with the Booner. They're winning. They, most people have Booners for Boone. Here's the difference right now. The Yankees are the underdog again because they're hurt mm -hmm. and they're winning. Right. And that Boston is, right. is not You're up. 100%. And Boston's not up their ass right now. That's the difference. Someone was saying to me the other day. Someone was like, 
I can't believe it. This whole team gets hurt and we're better this year. I said, bro, we're not better this year right now. We have like the same record we did last year, maybe a little better, whatever. A couple games. He's like, what do you mean? We're like eight games up on the Red Sox. He said, that's because the Red Sox aren't as good as they were last year, nor were they ever yeah. going to be. Yeah, it's people, not a matter of the Yankees being that much better. People, like the Red right. Sox are people looked at last right year and they feel like year. this team sucked because we said it a million times because of how good the Red Sox Wasn't were. Wasn't that the first time ever that two teams won 100 games in the same division? No, it's happened uh, before. It's happened before. And, teams have, and this was before rare. the wild card. No, it hasn't. Uh, look it up. I'll, I'll try find it. It has I never happened because there is, I tweeted this, not it, one team has ever won 100 games and not won their division. Is that true? That is 100% then true. Then somebody won 99 games yes, once. Yes, that did happen, actually, I believe. But it's still, it's, it doesn't matter. It's ridiculous that you could win that many games and not win a division. They're the and only team, team to ever do won it. 90 games. The Rays won 90 games last year. The Rays were the actually Ra a Rays really good team. Could they, they could have won at least one division last year with their record. Oh, definitely. Probably, I've, probably. Uh, I know the AL Central, right? The, no. Or the or, N Yes, the AL Central. No, I think they ended the up. With, I think Cleveland ended with eighty four. Yeah, it might have been eighty eight. What so, about the What about the NL West? They would have uh, won a definitely won a wild card. Yeah, they would have. Yeah, I think it was the NL West. They would have won the division. No, because the Dodgers had. Yeah, but the Dodgers started really slow last year. They. I think they were over ninety wins. So. Yeah, I think so. Maybe it was the NL Central. The Indians ended up finishing with 91 wins last oh, wow. year. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. This team could have, what, five less losses than they did last year at this time? And you'd still think they were better. That happened nine, nine Dodgers times. Dodgers only won 92 games last year, but they still would have. Uh, but they were, they were, they were nine, shitty for most of the year now. Nine times that. They like stepped up big time. Last who the Dodgers? Year. The Dodgers. They started out under they 500 for the first two slow. months. Nine times it's happened. Uh, a 100 game winner has come in second place. So you want to kiss my ass now? 2001. Oakland Athletics won 102 games. Finished the year 102 and 60 to the Mariners 116 and 46. That was that crazy year. Giants did it in 93, won 100. I knew it was games. one of the, I knew it was a Giants. 1980, I knew 1962, 1961, 1954 Yankees. So actually, the, I'm looking, just looking at the standings last year. Uh, the Twins, I mean, not the Twins, the uh, Rays would have not won any of the divisions because no. everybody had, but they could, I mean, 90 wins. Still third place in ni 90 wins is sick. So this was the first time last year since 2001. Oh, uh, I tweeted really? it so I know yeah. for a fact, but you're wrong. So. So what was 2001 again? Say it was the Oakland Athletics. That they won 102 games. But I knew one the of the teams the was Mariners the Giants. The record, I remember. Right? I remember Wasn't that the record 116? Because the Braves used to be in the West, right? The Braves used to be mm -hmm. in the West, and they uh, in one of those years that they should have, could have, but didn't win a World Series, right? That mm -hmm. was, and the Giants had won 100 games. Yeah, the, the the divisions were a lot different. I never, I never realized that. Like the Indians were in the AL East with the Tigers. For a very long time, and then they made yeah, the Central or something. Yeah, they receded after the uh, after the ninety four. Yeah, ninety four. When they yeah, the I looked it card, up. They re ninety five was the first year of the wild card. It was the Mariners and Yankees. Are you sure about that? Yes. Yeah, you're hundred percent sure. <laughs> yeah. Bet your life. I don't. That's so weird. I, maybe it was a different yeah, stat I, I put out there. Yeah, there was some, and I'm getting confused. But that were, that wild card game is my first true baseball memory in ninety five. I cried for about four hours. When King Griffey Jr. The wild card round. Round of third. Oh, I think he's speaking at game five, but he could be confused and think they only played a one yeah, game. Yeah, because they didn't game. have a one game wild card. He, he doesn't know that, though. What do you mean? <laughs> the one game wild card is fun if you're not a fan of the team. Yeah. The, the only like reason why it is good is that you start the baseball playoffs with a game seven right out of the gate. But, it, but that's not how you play baseball, though. Exactly. That's why it is so stupid because the entire year you're playing best of three, best of four series, and then all of a sudden, boom, you, you play 162 games and your season comes down to there's a really one no, game playoff. There's really no way better yeah. to do it. I mean, are they going to play a three-game series to start the postseason? See, I would like that because then, you, then you're then you truly at a disadvantage as that wild card going against the best team in the league. That that number one seed should have the a clear advantage to win that first round, and that would give them that advantage if that wild card series went a full three games. They wouldn't have the pitching to take on the true number one seed. 
who deserves to have that advantage. Oh, I agree, but I don't think that's something they're going to do. But you just don't have an advantage. Baseball, the hardest round to win in baseball for me is the first round. But how do you play that, though? Uh, does a second wild card team get game one in their building and then they have to go play games two and three at the first wild cool. card team? That would be cool. Because then that's, to me, to have to play game one on the road is a disadvantage. I don't know. There's, I, I, there's, they're not gonna, they're not gonna add games. It's just, it's not. I don't like a one game playoff in baseball. This is it not doesn't make sense. That's not baseball. Yeah. To to declare a division winner, teams are tied after one sixty two. That's different. That's but totally you're reasonable. Gonna, right? Because that's just you just needed like, you needed an extra game. Good. Yeah. Chris doesn't consider the wild card game the postseason, but the rest of the world does. If you're going to consider it a postseason game, you have to play it like you play baseball. I. Yeah, no argument here. And even though you said that it's not fun if you're part of, if you have a rooting interest, that's still that wild card game in 2017 is one of the best. Oh, that was was. sick. That DD home run, that was probably the most amped up I've ever been for a home run. That first inning when they were down three, right? Three nothing. That was was one of the last twins there. Was that. Santana? It was, uh, no, it was, it was Barrios. Like, no, uh, Liriano, I believe. Yeah, Liriano. Liriano. I always get him and Santana mixed or up. Or was it Irvin Santana? It, yeah, I think it was, no, Irvin, it was Irvin Santana. It was? Whatever. It Not was important. Irvin Santana. Yankees. Yankees rule. Yeah, and he had a really rule. good year this, that year, and everybody thought he was yeah, going to shut down the Yankees. It. And I'm like, it's Irvin Santana, dude. Oh, that game was so good. That, when Didi hit that ball out, was one of the loudest I've ever heard. Yeah, that was loud on ever. television. You two were at that together, right? That game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We broke Meg's ribs. Okay. She's got the broken ribs. You're going to watch All me right, take uh-huh. right, You're going to watch me take her to the medicine now. Huh? All right. We're going to get a stretch out. Uh-huh. And we'll be back up there. Uh-huh. So one thing we should talk about here that maybe is not so good uh, is Domingo Herman. Uh, yeah. Definitely getting a little concerned now. Are you getting concerned or is it just that? Yeah, he's in a slump right now. Um, I'll say concerned for his sake, right? I'm not concerned for the team's sake. I think the team is still going to be just as good. They'll be fine with him being a decent pitcher instead of a dominant one. Um, but I don't think this is a slump. I think this is Domingo Herman, at least right now. And I think this is what you're going to get out of him. You're going to get a handful of dominant starts. You're going to get a few decent starts, a couple miserable ones. Stuff was, I mean, if you have eight strikeouts and three and two thirds, it means he had really good stuff last night. Yeah, I thought he he wasn't terrible. He really wasn't. Uh, I was, um, I was, uh, I was at a surprise birthday party last night at a. I'm not going to give away the name of the franchise, but I was at a tapas place. The first time I ever ate tapas. I mean, like, first of all, I never ate that before. It's just, I don't even know what it is. It's like share. They call it shareable portions, but it's like, it's like baby food. Basically like no regular adult is going to eat this crap. You ate baby food last night. Not baby food in the sense that it's like Gerber's last night. This place is the least appealing place I've ever heard in my life. They give you, like, you order, uh, like, orchetti and broccoli rob, right? And they give you, like, a cup of pasta. Mm-hmm. So it was little tiny baby it portions. It was, like, baby portions. You order, like, a side of meatballs, it's and like they, give you, like, meal. they give you, like... Do you wear a diaper? Yeah, they give wear, you a bib? You have to wear a bib. And a they pacifier? They give you, like, four, like, meatballs that are, like, they're like, like, half the size of a is gob. a pacifier? It's, like, half the size of a gob. Anyway, right? But it's supposed to be, like, upscale, right? Did but, you take a nap after? No, because I, I'm, I sat myself in the middle of the table because there was an opening uh, into the bar. And if I sat in this chair that I was sitting in, I could, high see, chair. The, I could see the TV. <laughs> so I'm, I'm basically watching the game. I can't really Watch see too well. SpongeBob on television. Yeah. Well, they, they did say every, every other in, it was like every other in, they, they, had this, they had this, without crayons. They had they to have. switch between the game and, and uh, SpongeBob. So I was like, I have to watch. <laughs> Uh, only the odd number innings or even number innings that I had to play SpongeBob. But I'm sitting there, I'm watching it, right? And you can't really like see, read the scoreboard because the TV's small. And you, so I'm watching the game, mm-hmm. and Gary Sanchez hits the home run, and I'm like, I'm like screaming, like I'm watching the game. And waiter comes over to me, and goes, 
He goes, uh, sir, people are trying to eat their dinner here. And I was like, okay. What? what? I was like, what? I was like, you're showing a baseball game. Okay. Don't show a Yankee uh, Red Sox uh, game if you don't expect people to scream. Don't interrupt me when I'm eating, dude. I'm at your restaurant paying my money to your restaurant. He's like, tell me what to do. He's like, okay. Do. He's like, uh, he's like, because I got, I was like, yeah, Gary, like that. And I, I slammed my hand on the table. should have been. And dude. he's like, monster and then I, get a, I get a tap on his shoulder and he's like, he's like, sir, people have been trying to enjoy their meal. And I'm like, I was like, first of all, I'm three Jack and Cokes in. The Yankees just took the lead. You're feeding me friggin' bird food here. Like, right. go, go sit in the corner. Feed uh, me a real portion. What, what, what's the name of this place? They're, I'm not going to give it. I'm not going to. I'm never going there. I'm not going to give it. I'll tell you all. Yeah, don't even say it. Don't even, don't even say it. Don't, don't tell me. The promotion. But anyway, <clears throat> you know, like, I'm watching the game. And um, Herman, who I want to give him credit because it looked like after uh, it was Bogarts that hit the home run in the second inning, right? Yes. It looked like it was going to get away from him. But he had a really strong third inning. And then Ryan uh, texted, he said he looked sharp. Yeah. You can't looked. really tell You can't really tell the movement of the pitches the way I was watching it. But I did watch some highlights. and It was the, cutting. It was moving. The, the ball was moving. The pitches that he gets hit on, they wind up in the middle of the plate. Why? Because when his stuff sometimes is so good... It's all over the place. He can't control it. And then he's trying to just get a ball down for a strike to get ahead. No, it's not even that. I've seen the pitches where they they, they cut into the middle of the plate, and he gets hurt on that. Not that he's trying to throw it down the middle of the plate. He needs to learn how to locate him better. If he knows that they're going to yeah. move like that, he's got to work off the corners a little bit Yeah, more. but what mm -hmm. I'm saying is, as a pitcher in your head, if you're all over the place and you need to get ahead of the count... Yeah, sure. You're trying to hit the outside corner, but you're also trying to throw a strike. And that can play into why you're seeing more balls down the plate. I'm telling you, he's missing his location. He's not throwing the ball over the middle of the plate to you're get not, an easy strike. You don't strike. listen to me really when I talk Ugh. at all. I said he's trying to hit his outside corner, but in his head, he's struggling to find the plate. He's struggling. And that does it. affect when you're trying to. So, hit my your point, spot. the original point that I was trying to make here is that. His issues again is missing location. His stuff is still really good. If he's striking out eight guys in three and two thirds innings, yeah, he's missing location again, which is what his problem was last year when he was struggling. Yes, which yeah, and, and he's given up a lot of hits now. He's six hits in three and two thirds, and plus the two walks to go along with those hits. So I don't mind the walks so much because that's just he's always been a guy that yeah, is I mean, a little just, wild. He's got to be able to limit the damage of pitches when that are in the strike zone. Guy, the thing with Herman is guys don't hit him when he's painting the corners or uh, if he makes his pitch. Like you'll see some guys get beat. Like Sanchez, I think he beat Porcello last that's, that's, night. That's yeah. a great example because that was actually a very good pitch. Sanchez I beat Rick Porcello last night. He he went and hit Porcello. Sanchez pitch. is also on another planet right now. Guys don't hit Domingo Herman's pitch. When Domingo Herman gets hit, it's because he made a mistake. And that's why I'm confident he has what it takes to be a really good pitcher in this league. Because it's not that he has shitty stuff. No, well, his stuff when he, when he's oh, on. Oh, man. It's his, it's his control. And I think he's had a lot of guys like that, that when they're on, they're on hey, a whole and then level. Now we know why it's so important, why the Yankees stress so much that Justice Sheffield had command issues. Mm-hmm. Maybe not necessarily that his stuff wasn't great. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. But command is everything. I, I don't care it is. It if totally you is. throw 88 miles an hour compared to someone who throws 120. It doesn't matter. It's if all you don't hit your spots, your speeds. these hitters are going to find a way to hit you. We we are seeing it happen in front of our eyes. That 100 mile per hour pitcher at, is no longer. The, the numbers this year completely down. The fastball usage for yeah. pitchers is down across the board. No one's throwing Dude, the fastball. No, I can't 98 say no, is normal to these guys now. It's, it's normal. I know. Unfortunately, uh, it doesn't look good for Justice Sheffield. As you brought up uh, his name, I just was looking up uh, some stats here. He's got. Uh, one outing in Seattle this year, um, where he allowed two runs in three innings, and then he was sent back down to Tacoma, which is a Triple A team. And right now, he's 
Whoa. Bless you. Are you allergic to something up here? Could be, because this is, again, I'm sneezing up here. Uh, Justice Sheffield okay. right now, his minor league numbers, he's 2-4 and four with a 5.15 wow. ERA, uh, 11 games, 10 starts, uh, it's 50 innings. He's allowed 50 hits. Sounds like Chance Adams. 35 walks in 50 innings. Wow. And Wait, uh, say that walks number walkers 35, 35 walks in 50 innings. And um and what were the hits? 50 innings, 50 hits and 50 and oh two thirds. God, what's his whip? Uh, we'll get his Jesus. whip is 1.7. Dude. He's and almost averaging a runner in scoring position an inning. He's got 41 strikeouts in 50 innings, so his numbers are terrible. Those are awful. Who's more awful valuable numbers. to the to the Yankee organization? Brian Cashman or the Scouts? Because our scouts have to be phenomenal. I was thinking about it today. I'd go Cashman, though. I don't know, because think about because, it. But look at guys like Ottavino and Britton. Like, That's you, different. You, I'm right, talking about Luke Voigt. All right. I'm talking about Justice Sheffield and turning that on. into uh, James Paxton. Yeah, but somebody's got to pull the trigger on that. Right. I that, understand. That's why I, I would give it to Kevin. No, you're, you're DJ I'm arguing. I know he has gold gloves. I do. I know yeah, that. But, but who knew that this guy the league and runners and scoring could come here now. and perform the way he has in a sense of not only is he clutch, but he doesn't strike out. He puts the ball in play almost I every day. I think Brian Cashman's doing his homework, though. Yes, absolutely. You have to. I'm sure you're that, the GM of the New York Yankees. I'm sure somebody that's down. I'm sure he's not watching every single pitch that somebody in Scranton throws. Oh, you know, but I watch Scranton, uh, I use but I'm sure somebody's coming to him or he makes a call and he says, uh, can I bring up Justice Sheffield? And somebody's probably like, yeah, you mm, might you want might, to might trade him. Uh, why is that? Because he sucks. He's not good. Because his whip. Because his whip is dangerously abysmal. high. So, and then it's yeah, he his. He needs to be the guy that pulls the trigger. You know? he, then it, I'm sure I would say 50-50. Because somebody's got to give Brian the information. Yeah. And then Brian's got to do something with the information. Well, whatever they're doing. It's working because they're they're making some crazy. This team, Gio Urshela. This team, I'm sure, dude. like, like, yeah, like, um, how, how are you? How do you? I'm sure, Brian Cashman doesn't sit there on the waiver wire and be like, oh, Gio Urshela's name is up here. I'll just grab him. He probably calls somebody and Tim Nering, who's, uh, I believe he's like one of their top scouts, head of scouting or whatever his title is, says, um, you know, get one of you guys to tell me something about Gio Urshela. Okay, you know what, Brian? I think if we bring him here with his glove, we can turn him into a solid major league hitter. This guy, pick him up on a waiver wire, stashing him in Scranton would be a really good move for us to have some depth in case of an injury. In case 45 people get hurt this year. Okay, sounds good. Let's sign Gio Urshela. Meanwhile, now you got this guy in your system. You have your people working with him. And the and Aaron Boone has said it that he they were able to see changes in the way he hit when he got mm-hmm. to Scranton last year. Yeah. And he... They, um, you didn't realize this because you know you weren't thinking about Gio Urshela, but Gio Rush- in in uh, spring training, but Urshela missed time. I believe he had a calf issue, so he didn't even get a full spring training in. So um, crazy, you know. And Boone said, you know, watching him every day when he came back from the injury, you saw that he was a different hitter. That he could be somebody that maybe could translate into being a service. Not not even hitting that. What was he hitting? Like three thirty? He's still hitting three yeah, over three thirty. But somebody that could, like three thirty six last I checked. Somebody that could be a serviceable guy with the bat right now. And just DJ LeMayhew, man, dude. Is there a guy in this lineup that you'd rather have up than him? That's that's Gary healthy. Sanchez. That's healthy. Gary you, Sanchez. You'd rather have Gary up, over depending him? on the situation. See, I'd it's, rather have LeMayhew up, depending on the situation. I if him. I need a home run, it's Gary. Oh Sanchez. yeah, all right. Yeah, if you need, yeah, a, if, if you're down no, four. Right, hold on, let me rephrase it. With runners in scoring position, who? Oh, would you it's want DJ up? all day, man. It's not even close. In a four-three game, two outs, and nobody. Four-three game, I'm going two Gary. outs, uh, no one on Gary. Right. Or four four game bottom I mean, nine. He's hitting over four fifty seven now with runners in scoring position. But as far as like a fear factor, or shows him three thirty six right now. Who puts the yeah, most fear into the pitcher? Oh yeah, it's Gary. Gary. Yeah, it's dude. Gary, man. He's on a different level right now, and he knows it. The problem with Gary Sanchez is even as hot as he is and as good as he is, he still has no plate discipline. I don't fully agree with you. He still swings at a lot of terrible pitches. No. 
All you have to do to get Gary Sanchez is get a head in the count first, just by one strike. Yeah. And then you literally just throw a slider that breaks off yeah, the plate. Keep going and you, he'll swing outside. each. The further you go, actually, yeah. the more likely it is to swing. Totally that's agree. called plate discipline. No, that's called a weakness. That's called plate discipline. That's called a weakness yeah, in which his is, approach. Yeah, is that he has no plate discipline. I disagree. I think depending on how the pitcher goes about it, that Gary is swinging at good pitches and taking some of the bad ones. I think it's a matter of if you really follow the pattern of how these guys are pitching him last night, I think it was Porcello was that at bat that I'm talking about with that slider. Porcello did his homework and pitched to him the way you need to pitch to Gary. And Sanchez. that pitch was six inches further yeah, off the plate. He still would have swung at it because yeah, that's he what he has. No, he cannot I, resist himself on a breaking ball outside. You could throw yeah. that. You could throw that in the dugout and he wants he to swing. A, I think he has a weakness to the outside breaking ball. There's certain That's times where he'll take an approach where it's I'm just I'm swinging on this pitch. I don't even it doesn't matter where it is. You I'm see that a lot and that's with fine. him too. And that's fine. That's part of an approach. Yeah. If it's if it's a 0-2 count, one two count, and he swings at a shitty pitch, if he if in his head he said to himself, I don't care where this is, I'm swinging, that's still an approach. It might mm-hmm. not be a good one. Right. But that's still an approach. There's some guys who say yeah, it comes off to me as three zero count. Yeah, that's a good point, right? Three zero count. I'm just going to imagine that this ball is going to be a fastball, a little high, and I'm just going to swing like it is. I don't care where the pitch is. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's a hundred feet off the plate. That's what I'm doing. That's my swing. It's it's MLB the show. Yeah, it's your guessing. It's guessing guess your pitch. pitch, and that's it. Like yeah. that. It, and if you're right, it's five hundred feet. If That's you're wrong, then you might be swinging and it at the ball. Seem like he, that is how he, and that is how he does yeah. it. That's his approach that. at the plate. Does it? Does it come off as bad discipline? Yeah. When when See, a guy's yeah. throwing, look, you want to say 19. he has a he has eighteen home runs. Yeah, that's sick. Uh, his total wanted, all of last season. If you're saying he has a weakness on breaking balls away, that's fine. But that's also if they're in the strike zone and he can't hit them. That's a weakness in his game that he doesn't hit breaking Absolutely. balls. But when you are swinging at cr- just crap, at, he swings at sometimes. It's because he's not disciplined at the plate. He needs to work on that. He needs to recognize that this ball is not a strike and I don't need to swing at it. If he's missing balls on the corner, that's a weakness because he can't hit breaking balls away. So, but if the ball is a... We've seen him swing at things that are a foot off the plate. That's just not being disciplined now. I agree with you. But here's my question to you because it seems like you've followed it a little closer than anyone else. Is he swinging at high pitches? Is he swinging at low pitches? His biggest, or is it just that low outside corner? That, that seems to get him the most. Is where he just is such a free swinger at the breaking ball away. So you know what you do? You have a pitching coach or someone throw you that pitch four hundred times off the plate. Not once should it be on the plate. They have pitching machines that it could actually do it automatically. You sit, you stand there in the batter's box, and you watch a hundred pitches off the plate. And then you watch 100 pitches catching the plate. Then you watch 100 pitches over the plate. And you start to train your brain. Train brain. Train the brain. Train the brain. To brain know train. where that pitch is. Yeah. Because clearly he's not he's not seeing it. He just doesn't. It's like almost like he blacks out and sees red or something and <laughs> tries to crush everything. He he will chase high fastballs. A lot of guys mm-hmm. chase high fastballs. But and if again, there's one frustrating thing about him at the plate, dirt is that, that dirt? Sl- I mean, you could, uh, dude, uh, seriously. And the training that I just talked about doesn't happen during the season. You don't do stuff like that during the season. It's in the off season. And what has Gary been working on in the off season? Not not Improving pitches himself, off the know. plate. Yeah, Smoltz during last night's broadcast, though, he was saying something. I can't even remember what, what he was saying. It's just like, God, he's so bot. He just does. He, he just hates the Yankees, I guess. They were like literally. Who's he doing it with? Who was the other guy? I don't know. I heard a new guy. I yeah, I didn't recognize the voice. I, I they were literally it up. just talking positive about the Red Sox. Yeah, they were. Just, I that was it. Well, you know what? Uh, in Smoltz's defense here, his butt is probably still really sore yeah. from the two ass kiss, uh, kickings that the, his Braves took in 96 and 99. And then if you remember he back is, in two- His butt hurt over it. 
True. Uh, if you remember back in 2009, well, for the Red Sox, when he right? pitched for the Red Sox, he was on the mound in that game that really turned the season. Yeah, where the Yankees really started to uh, pull away from the Red Sox. I think that was an ESPN game. I think it was. I know Jabba Chamberlain started that game. Jabba. And uh, Jabba didn't pitch too well, but Smoltz pitched even worse. And that was like the beginning of the end of the Red Sox being a threat in the division in 2009. Like he was on the mound for that. So bum. I'm sure that he is still a little sore. His 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 bum is a little sore. His little bum hole. <laughs> so why don't we toss it to the sponsor? Okay. We'll okay. okay, we'll do that. And uh, we'll come back. We'll do a quick preview of tonight's game because uh, this pod will drop before... I'm plenty of time for you to listen before tonight's uh, game against the Red Sox. So why don't we hear from Baseballism.com? Baseballism.com. They actually have a store, a physical store, right next to uh, Fenway Park. Yeah, Fenway Park. In case any uh, Red Sox fans are listening to this for a little ammo tonight. Um, Head to Baseballism.com. Use promo code CHASE28 for free shipping. And we'll be back after this. Within a game, a bond is made. He teaches his boy a game he played. Two gloves, one ball, a day at the park, and the two play catch until it gets dark. And his boy does better than he thought he would. So the two played catch as long as they could. The boy and his friends, they play in the streets. Tennis shoes and cans, no bases, no cleats. They hit home runs and they turn double plays. One great catch, and he's Willie Mays. But the sun starts to set in the old neighborhood. And they played in the streets as long as they could. The boy goes to school and plays for his team. He develops his craft and follows his dream. He has moments of glory. He has moments of shame. But they shape his life and they make his name. But he begins to get old and it's understood. The boy played the game as long as he could. The boy now a man, he has a son of his own and he teaches his son a game he was shown. His son's first game, he sits in the stands. He yells out instruction, but it's not in his hands. And being late for the meeting was not in the plans. But a cheer for his son as long as he can. This is America's brand. This is baseballism. Do you believe in baseball? All right, we're back here on episode 123 of the NYYST podcast. Go to baseballism.com, use the code CHASE28 for free shipping off your order. So uh, can the Yankees ship out Boston on a broom tonight? That's the big question. Yeah, they can. They're going to. I don't think they're just going to sweep them. I think they're going to annihilate them. What's the price tag tonight? Twelve dollars. Price tag. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time. I could play will, that live through like the speakers, you know. Will the Grim Reaper? Yeah, that just got me pumped. Will no, I could do that? That's Undertaker. That's yeah. my new favorite wrestler, dude. Is he still wrestling? He's uh he's gonna wrestle Friday against Bill Goldberg. Goldberg? Yeah. Oh, Goldberg's my second favorite wrestler. Yeah, I mean, uh, you can Goldberg. You can watch. Damn, Goldberg probably hasn't been in the game. Um, Uh, he he was he was actually wrestled Brock Lesnar, not this past WrestleMania, last WrestleMania. Gotta give credit to Brock Lesnar. He's a three sport athlete. Football, which he sucked at. UFC, which he kind of sucked at. Now he's a wrestler. Really? And the UFC. He still does UFC. No, he retired from UFC. Oh, I thought maybe he was going to fight Cormier. Again. Yeah, that that fell through. Cause yeah, you got to get up. You got to, you know, you got to fight. It's Yankees Red Sox. We're talking about wrestling. Well, he played that amazing music. I cannot comment on it. Jesus. Sorry. But yeah, it is Yankee Red Sox. All right. right. Sorry. Okay. What do you expect out of CC tonight coming off the I.L.? I was going to ask you that. Um, I think he's going to get tagged tonight. You know, they made a good point. Like- I think it was Michael K. How important it was. To have that rain delay. Oh, what? The rain out, you mean? Yeah. Could you imagine this series if they had to go with an opener on either Friday or Saturday? They, that that was a very needed, maybe not needed, but it, it helped. It definitely was in the Yankees' favor for them oh, to play a four-gamer right now. 
But I could see them. What do you think they're going to do tonight, bullpen wise? What go CC four, maybe five if he's looking good in the. I think right you Sessa? have to use either Hale or Sessa as a bridge. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what else are you going to yeah. do? Tell yeah. CC, you know what? You give me as much for as long as you can, and if that's three innings, if that's four innings, yeah. if that's five innings, you and you take it. And he'll give it to you too. He's he, he knows what's at stake tonight. He knows they can put he could bury that they could bury this team tonight. I mean, come out. I hope I hope he does. For the Yankees to win tonight, they have to bludgeon David Price. They can't hit you know not three or four runs over six innings, which on a normal night I take. Tonight they have to use the word again. They have to bury David Price. They're gonna have to treat usually treat David Price, and that's like a whipping boy. Mm -hmm. They have to. Uh, they have to come out swinging early and often because their bullpen, it's compromised tonight. So they're going to have to go out there and score a ton of runs. And David Price's ERA looks nice. It's what, 2.84, I believe, right now? Is right? it that low? But as we all know, uh, yeah, 2.83. But as we all know, when it comes to David Price and the Yankees, it doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter. Never matters. Same with the Twins. They have the best record in baseball. It's one of the guarantees in life. Yankees beating the Twins and Yankees raking against David Price. And I want to give our uh, one of our staff writers, Beth Wellington, some credit here. I saw her tweet this stat out earlier today. Uh, if I could bring it up here. These are David Price's numbers as a uh, Boston Red Sox against the New York Yankees. I could just... Uh, you know, feel free to fill some air. They're time probably out. not that good. The numbers, right? You'd no, they're say, atrocious. You'd say they're pretty bad. Do you not know how to use Twitter? Uh, you know, I do, but I have to do scroll. You know how to scroll? Do you know that you things don't? You start taking screenshots. Yeah, I should probably should. All right, so uh, or if we had this, a stat guy here, he could have done it. Beth for you. tweeted this. You got the stats from NBC Sports. Uh, since becoming a Red Sox in 2016, Price is 0-7. In, this is just Yankee Stadium. This doesn't include Fenway. He's 0-7 with a 10.34 ERA. Uh, he's allowed 55 hits, 15 home runs, and 31 in the third inning. Jesus, God. 15 home runs and 31 in a third innings. Yes. That's sick. What? How is that even how many are those? How many of those were Gary Sanchez? <laughs> Most of them. That's crazy. Yeah, every other inning giving up a ding. And like, why wouldn't you skip him? Why go to him? What does that say to uh, David Price? I guess. Didn't he do something last year with him? Or no, are they oh, scratching uh, him? Oh, uh, because uh, he had numbness in his hand yeah, from playing too Fortnite. much Fortnite. Yeah, so they skipped yeah. him like having like twi that was twice. That was twice in a round. I think something. No, he got skipped. Price was twice, I think, with the Yankees. I remember the one time. I don't remember a second yeah, time I mean, that he got skipped. Uh, what does that say to David Price that he's pitching well and he's got a two point eight three? I, I think they're not even looking at his past. If they can the come up with some Fugazi injury right like they did last year, that's one thing. But after a rainout and yeah. and you say that we're skipping you instead of Eduardo Rodriguez, what is that going to say? Hmm. You yeah. just telling the guy that he sucks, right? And as much as we don't like Alex Cora, that's not really his style. He's not going to do that to one of his guys, especially as terrible as Price has been in the postseason. He really stepped up for them last year. Oh, yeah. He was a big part. In that. Outside yeah. of his start against the Yankees where he got. Right. He was great in the postseason for them. He really was. Yeah. He, I think. Did he win two World Series games? I don't know. He pitched very well in the World Series, though. Yeah, he had a. Uh, if not for David Price, they might not win the World Series. Yeah, that was know. a pivot. He I was think a big, big part. They fell them. down 0 1 to the Astros, and I think he pitched. Did he pitch game two? He pitched a very big game in uh, the ALCS where if he was the old David Price, the bad postseason mm -hmm. David Price, they maybe lose that series. So he came up and he pitched well for them in the, the ALCS in the World Series. So credit him for that. But, you know, the numbers are what they are. I mean, Chances are he's not going to pitch well tonight, but I wouldn't be surprised if he does. You know, anything can happen. He still is a he's still got talent. I mean, he's not a complete wash of a bum. Mm -hmm. Bum to me. Well, so he changed his number this year, so we could be seeing. Oh yeah, different you noticed that price. when we were at Fenway. What yeah, is his number? He's this number year? ten now. He was is number twenty four. Was, was he twenty four? That was Manny's number. Maybe that's why he changed it. Mm. 
Did he give a reason? I didn't yeah, hear his reason was I, I wanted to change my number uh-huh. yeah. because I sure sucked that in that number. I'm pretty sure that was his reason. Okay. Because I'm a loser in that number. Yeah. So let's see how I am well, in this he's won a World Series with that number. Yeah, he's got a World Series championship. He's got, that, he's got I more money than series, three of us will ever if see. If I won a World life. Series wearing a number, loser. I wouldn't change my number after I just well, won a World Series. You know, he is David Price. If he was wearing 24, it probably was. Price is wrong. He probably didn't want to the wear. Price is wrong, bitch. He didn't, probably didn't <laughs> want to wear the uh, number of the guy that owns him, too. 24. Yeah, true. Yankees win 12 2 tonight. <laughs> that was good. That was good. 12 to 2. 12 to 2. I'm going. Uh, we'll go with a high. We're having a high scoring game tonight. I'm going nine seven. Yankees win. Wow, this is so tough because we don't have a we don't have a rusted bullpen, and I don't know what to expect out of CC, and I don't know what to expect out of David Price. For the sake of keeping up with the theme of burying the Red Sox, the Yankees somehow squeak out a eight to six win tonight. All right, so we got a twelve two, a nine seven, and eight six final all. Have a Yankee sweep. Wow. Nice. I'm confident in it too. I'm yeah, not confident in it because I'm I don't not like, confident in my number. I'm confident that yeah, they win. No, I'm not. I don't like our. I'll be honest. I don't like the pitching tonight. I don't like the way the Yankees are set up pitching wise tonight. Why? CeCe's coming off the IL. Okay. And even if he's healthy and pitching well, he's never more than a five inning guy. Okay. And we okay. don't have a rested bullpen tonight. Okay. Do you want me to say it again? Okay. Doesn't matter. So well, look, we have doesn't matter tonight. when you're locked in like this. Did he pitch two matter. games ago? He did. He pitched Friday night also. Yeah, but he only only did. So five, I'm not but... confident in it. If the Yankees were ready. And raring to go with a fully rested Adovino, Chapman, Britton, and Canely. Forget it. Sign it. Forget in blood. about it. I would sign it in blood, but they don't. So I'm a little wary of that. And we should do a blood oath one episode. I'll do blood oath. Go, you know, and I'll go blood oath. Yeah, I'll do a blood oath. Are the red? Do the here's here's where if I if this was uh, Boston uh, Sports Talk podcast, okay. This is where you would lay down the gauntlet to the Boston Red Sox. Is a do they still have a champion's DNA? If they do, they win tonight. If they don't, then that's it. They lose. They're done. They're finished. Well, they, they're sure right, as hell man. searching for it, man. They haven't found it. This is the game. If you are the Boston Red Sox, you have to win tonight. This is a. This, this is, is not a game you look back on when the season's over and say it. It, it played a major part in and how how our season ended. Because right now, if the Yankees. Uh, Win tonight. That's eleven. That's an eleven game deficit. The Red Sox aren't making it up. The Yankees aren't blowing it. They. I still don't believe the Yankees would blow a nine game deficit. But keeping it in single digits keeps you breathing. They are not pulling the plug on you. Right. Okay? A four game sweep. You're five out, and then it's you know you have a shot. There's but still a lot in eleven games out. June second. It's not likely. Because it's not they, likely that they you would, would really have to up. make that deficit, and there's still a lot of games left to be played between these two teams. They after tonight, they still probably what 14 games they have. So a lot of that yeah. deficit's going to have to be made up against each other. And figure worst case scenario for the Yankees, they split those 14 games with yeah. the Red Sox, and that's a complete wash. And you're sitting there looking at an 11 game deficit, and two of those games aren't even going to be in Fenway when the Yankees are on the road. It'll be in London. Yeah, and that screws. I'm not um, trying for Boston, but that Boston. screws Boston that where they would have a home field advantage. Yeah. They, I mean, they really that's don't. Not, yeah, you, you can't so, do that. They have to win tonight. They have to. And the Yankees lose, they lose. But you know what? They did their job they, this week. They weekend. won a series. They did their job. Nine straight series wins. Crazy. That's how you're going to win the division is just keep racking just keep up racking series. Them That's what you series, say. Man. It's not about winning games. It's about winning series. And they, yep. they've won nine in a row. So after, uh, after they complete the uh, series with the Red Sox tonight, the Yankees will head to Toronto for their first meeting with the Blue Jays uh on Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, all night games. So it probably will be hard to do a midweek pod this week. And then a three-game series with the Cleveland Indians before they're home for two versus the Mets. Uh, That's another Saturday night baseball next week, it's right? 4-10, the, oh, so yeah, it's 4-10, so it probably uh, I think it might be FX. I love the Saturday night games. Yeah, I think after next week, there's two in a row. Then I think it's Well, Saturday, Saturday they're... They probably won't be national against the White Sox, but the 22nd against the Astros will be national. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So I was talking to our buddy Munch. Uh, probably will be on Friday afternoon to preview uh, oh, the sweet. Indian series. We'll see how that. Yeah, I meant to talk to you about that. How'd it go when you were on there the uh, other day? Yeah, we pretty, were trying to find it. We couldn't get it. You know, the issue is that on iHeartRadio, when they go, uh, they go and they um, they they carry the stations, but when they have sports mm-hmm. on, they black it out. Yeah, so, and, and your last appearance was it was during a rain delay. Or yeah, something it was during a rain delay on their pregame. So show. it wasn't much a show. It was just filling airtime for a delay. Yeah, for the yeah, pre- that, yeah. So yeah, we couldn't find it. You know, we talked a little bit about how some of the former Indians are doing on uh, on the Yankees. Clint Frazier. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he uh, asked me how Booney was doing. I said phenomenal, phenomenally. Did you tell me you had a Booner? For ben? No, I can't say that. Did you say that? Can't say that on the Cleveland Indians pregame show. Munch, not gonna lie, got a raging booner oh, yeah. for Boone. We're all hard for Booney. Uh-huh. We'll try to slip that in on his show. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's okay. what she said. Oh, okay, we'll slip it out, Booner. <laughs> all right. So Yank Sox tonight, 705, Price versus CC. CC coming off the IL. The the Undertaker will be standing in the dugout with the shovel. The question is, does he get to use it tonight? I think so, pal. Definitely. I'll bet. I have a Chris surprise for you, too, for the closing of the show. Oh, you do? Yeah. Well, I'm closing the show right now. Well, you got to put your headphone just in one ear. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks for giving me a surprise. It's not really a surprise. You're just, it makes your life a little easier here. Oh, thanks. Uh, so go to baseballism.com. Follow them on Twitter at baseballism. Chase28 will save you uh, your shipping cost. Free shipping on your order. Uh, follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Stack Guy Rye. Go Yanks. Chris. Say goodbye. This is an NYY sports.